We Welcome bet. back to season three of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. Jake, did you know that when you make butter by yourself, that the off product of butter is buttermilk? Yeah. Oh my God, it blew my fucking mind last you night. I tell you what. Carly told me that and I about lost it. Did you know that before either of those things happen, you actually make whipped cream? Yes. Crazy. Yeah, and then you take the buttermilk and then you soak chicken in it, add a little bit of pickle juice, oh, a little dude. bit of panko, flour, uh, cornstarch, get it nice and crispy, give it a little fry, a little sear, sprinkle a little paprika, a little uh, cayenne pepper on there, you got yourself a spicy chicken sandwich. I told Carly that we're going to have to make all of these things by ourselves because I did not realize that all of those things were the same thing. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yep. All comes from heavy cream. Crazy. All right, Jake, what are you drinking this week? This week, I'm going to start off with the Sleepy Bear series from Workforce Brewing. This is their peanut butter honey bear. Peanut butter honey bear. It's a stout. It's high alcohol. Kyle and I are getting weird tonight. That's all I know for sure. It's going to be good. Also, Jake told me I'm not allowed to be cold because I live in California and I'm cold. So I'm wearing uh, this get up just to be ironic to the fact that Jake told me I can't be cold. You can't be cold. And to finalize the things that we left off with last season, Jake's mustache is still worse than mine, and today is the last day of the mustache. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm so ready. I was ready to shave it like a week ago, and Jess was like, you got to keep it. Yeah, You're committed at go. this point. It's time to go. Yeah, I'm All so right. over it. I am having Cutwater Brewing's Bali High Pina Colada, which is also Ooh. 13%. Sheesh. But I think this is actually just rum uh, and not a beer, so it's kind of cheating. I was gonna but, say I think that because I think Cutwater does those like canned cocktails. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Still probably but, delicious. Still not. I hope my so. second I hope one, I think. Oh, I shit, don't. This is like real cream. My second beverage probably is a barley cream. wine, which I'm not. I'm pretty sure is technically beer, but. I'm drinking milk. <laughs> Kyle's got a nice little glass of two percent over there. What the fuck? I'm just doing what Carly's telling me to do. What's this boy doing? She said, "Smile. Look at the. She wants to see these mustaches. What is your dog doing?" Uh, Jess, uh, Jess is out there with another one. Ooh, lord. Um, with another one of our dogs. Sorry, uh, uh, that dog's like, "What's going on out there?" Huh? I always do this. Tuck my lip into my mustache. I know it's good stuff. All right, Jake. That's all I got. This is all go the first this week. I, get. I do. As you well know. Let's hear your topic. I got gifted this topic today because anybody who has been on social media at all today knows that it is Spotify rap day. Ooh, it is. Yeah. So Kyle, you and I are going to go through our Spotify raps for the people. So the people can know what you and I listening are listening to have been listening to. So we're going to start off just right away. Rip it open. The first slide does not matter for anybody who doesn't know what Spotify wrapped is. It's uh, like a recap of your year of listening to music. Um, Spotify does it every single year. They create this cool little thing that you can share, a bunch of graphics and stuff. But welcome to Wrapped. This year, oh, you ventured into the genreverse. That's what Here's it's telling this. me right now. How many different genres did you explore, Kyle? Hold on. I'm trying to move this without advancing the slide because I want to put my drink with my coaster on the other side of my desk. Imagine not just putting it on a giant mouse pad. I mean, I could do that, but I don't want to bump it on accident. I've had a tendency to spill, so. Yeah, I bought this nice, cool-looking mouse pad that's like a mountain um, with, like, the samurai thing on it and, like, cherry blossoms, and I've already spilled on it, like, 10 different times, and it just kind of looks like shit now, so. You know, I saw you post yours, 
and I saw somebody else. I think Carly posts hers and somebody else, and I never looked at mine yet. So this is going to be me looking Ooh, at this for the first time as well. Fresh. I like it. All right. Let's see. Yep. I don't care. Yep, yep, yep. Let's go. Keep going. I don't want to click because I don't want to miss anything. You said the first one's just garbage, though. Okay. Yeah, right. it's basically just like, hey, insert name here. This year, you ventured into the genreverse. 65 different genres. Ooh, you got me beat. I got 40. 65. Damn, son. 65. <laughs> Damn, son. Where'd you find this? I know it's also playing music, which you might be able to hear, but I can't hear because these are noise-canceling headphones. So. I can't hear it. I just turned mine all the way down. What are your I'm top gonna... five genres, which is at the end of that slide? <clears throat> okay, let's see. Contemporary country at number one. That's number four for me. Pop, number two. That's number three for me. Three is rap. I have pop rap as my five. Four is pop punk. That's my two. And classical performance is my number five. You do like classical music. You already know what it is. Yeah. I bet you can remember. It's always on mine. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck, why am I blanking? I know this. Eventually. It, it is. doesn't taste like a pina colada, by the way, but it's kind of good. Uh, it's the... Uh, You'll come up with it. Fuck. I, this is going to stress me out it's, until It'll I show up it. in here somewhere, I guarantee. Um, but my top five in order is metalcore, pop punk, pop, contemporary country, and pop rap. Those are my top five genres. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. Plosive. Okay. Plosive. From sunrise to sunset, you keep it in, You kept it interesting. Sure Kyle, did. what did you start your mornings out with? I started my morning with angst, rebellious, amped. Mine is nostalgia, hardcore, mayhem. Okay. <laughs> my afternoon is... Oh, shit. It's not pausing for me. Hold on. I, I seized gotta... the day with fancy, quiet, peaceful. Nice. Nostalgia, hardcore, mayhem for morning for me. I seized the day with hardcore, angst, mayhem. That was my morning. And then my nighttime is hopeless, romantic, confident, vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I embrace the night with you're gonna love this hype sad boy lit <laughs> i'm so jealous i saw so many sad boys and i was like how did i literally have a like a playlist named sad boy hours how did i not get sad boy i don't make my own playlist as i've talked about before on this ever i just let spotify create on my own playlist but that's kind of funny i don't even know what i would listen to that would qualify as that yeah me neither uh anyways next up is your total play time oh there's probably a lot I have 24,315 minutes, which is more than 77% of other listeners in the United States. The most I saw, one of our friends had like 81,900 minutes of listening. If I like worked from home or something, I would do nothing but listen to Spotify. I listen to YouTube a lot of the time, just like throw on a random YouTube video. Like I found this video yesterday that was like this guy who ranked every episode of Family Guy. Okay, every one of them? Every one of them. It was a five-hour YouTube video. Jesus. Now I'm watching the one, I just started the one, where he ranks every SpongeBob episode. It's a seven-hour video. Oh, my God, that just reminded me of something that I have to talk about. Um, but, yeah, so I am 24,000 minutes, 70, more than 77% of other listeners. I have 28,555, more than 81, uh, 81% of listeners. Nice. Jess beat me. Jess was like 83% in 31,000 minutes. I do listen to a lot of Spotify, but I have been listening to a lot of audiobooks recently. So interesting. I don't think I still don't think I've ever listened to an audiobook. Um, what was your love at first listen? 
and, and I don't listen to those on Spotify, so I meant the minutes don't count. Yeah. All right, my love at first listen, which is the next slide. Which is really is... just your top songs. Oh, I hate that. And I know why it's on here because, and I don't think this is my, well, it does say it's my top song. Yeah. I don't believe, I like semi believe it because it's on a playlist that I listen to a lot that Spotify built. Yep. But I feel like I skip this song a lot now because I don't I, like the artist. I think he's a huge douche because I saw him in concert recently and I think he's a giant douchebag. But the song is She Likes It by Russell Dickerson and Jake. You think he's a douchebag? Russell Dickerson is a douchebag. I've, I, I don't know about nice. Jake Scott. Russell Jake Scott, Dickerson is a douchebag. We're, we're going to talk about Jake Scott in a minute. Don't you worry. He's my number one. On the apparently, year. I played that song 47 times. I like that song. I like Russell Dickerson. He was I nice when like we saw him. He was a good dude when we. When he we might be the most douchey person I've ever seen on stage. Uh, you should see Dylan Scott. Never seen Dylan Scott. You're not missing out. Anyways, um, my top song was DeSoto 55 by Everyone Dies in Utah, which is just like a nostalgic metalcore song that randomly like came up on a playlist for me. And I was like, I forgot that I fucking love this song. And yeah. now it's on like every one of my gym playlists. Okay. So that's why okay. it's my most right. listened to. So I saw somebody say that your Spotify rap is really just like the songs you work out to the most. I don't work out very well, much. Well, yeah, anymore. for most of us that work out. It's true. Next up, though, is... What is next? I don't remember. I played songs. How many songs did you listen to? Two thousand eight hundred and sixty-nine. I listened to two thousand and sixty-nine. Ooh. You listened to exactly eight hundred more songs than I did. Yes, I did. Jess was like double me. Jess was but like I also again. 40. I don't. I don't create my own playlist, right? Like I just listen yeah. to whatever the fuck they tell me. I listen to a lot of what I want to. Uh, what What are your top five? So we know what your top one is, but what's two through four? Uh, two through five. Two through four. Four. All right. They are. All country songs. Respect. You already got my number one. Number two is Whiskey on You by Nate Smith. Number three is You Proof by Morgan Wallen. Number four is Wilder Days by Morgan Wade, which I skip all the time. I don't know how that's my I top love that four. song. I did when it first came out, but it's on this. There's a country playlist that I listen to. Yeah. And I skip that shit all the time now. So, all right. And uh, then number five is Five Foot Nine by Tyler Hubbard. That's a good song. It's a good song. Fun, fun story about that song. He She's wrote it. Ten. Yeah. Okay. No, anyways, um, no, you no. might have been the one that told me that. No, it was I, Carly. It was Carly. Anyways, uh, number two for me is Three A.M. by Chiodos, which I think is their most underrated song of all time. Okay. Uh, number three is The Color Black by Dayseeker. Number four is Vanish Canvas by Era, featuring Courtney Laplante of Spirit Box. And then number five is Rich Kids Ruin Everything by Mod Sun. That one's the one that surprised me. I did not think I've listened to that song that many times, hmm. but it made it on the list, so I guess it counts. All five of these songs are on the same playlist, and I listen to that playlist most, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, four of these five songs are on my gym playlist, so actually, I think all five are. So it really is, for me, just the songs that I work out to the most. Um, next up is just the playlist with 101 songs, this whatever. can't be contained in a playlist. Your How many different artists did you listen to this year? I have 100 songs. It's uh, a, well, it's 100, and then it says, and we threw one more in there. Oh, okay. I didn't read the whole thing. 1,997. I have 892. Dude, it's all just random shit, man. Spotify, yeah. feed me. When you throw on like your daily mixes or yeah, any of those playlists shit. it throws together. Find good music that way. Oh, <laughs> I knew it would come up. Your top artist? It's here. Uh, it's, uh, something Symphony Orchestra is yours. Mm -hmm. I'm blanking on the last word, though. First word. Or first word, yeah. You can go. Um, so for me, it is Jake Scott. 
Okay. Zero surprise for me there. I listened to him for 1,359 minutes, and I am in the top 0.05% of Jake Scott listeners in the entire world. I love Jake Scott. I've seen him in concert twice now. I have like three shirts of three, four pieces of six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I did. I went. I saw him via. I went VIP the first tour that, or first concert that I saw him in. So I got like Jess and I both got VIP. So we have like these little uh, tote bags that we got as part of that. We got socks. I bought a shirt. I bought a hoodie then. And then the last time we saw him, I bought two shirts. He's phenomenal. Singer songwriter type dude. Uh, kind of poppy. He's on that song with Russell Dickerson. Um, he he does a lot of writing. He's done a lot of songwriting. He's releasing his first official album this year called Lavender. I uh, wore his shirt on our last episode that we did. Uh, Is his album to the- just going to be songs that he's released previously? No, it's all okay. new stuff. A, a couple songs like have been released already as singles, but it's going to be all new work for him. But he's got a very great he's got a great catalog of music through like the pandemic, even a little bit prior, he released a song a month. So he's okay. basically like built up his portfolio just by releasing a song yeah, yeah. every single month. But he's awesome. Everybody should check him out. Kyle. Lewis London, is just London Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, you got it. There London we go. Symphony Orchestra. That's I was it. like, I'm so close. I know. Whenever I do anything that I need to focus on, so like homework, work stuff, whatever it is. I find the the best thing that I can focus to is London Symphony Orchestra. And it could be any symphony orchestra, but I just happen to like the playlist that Spotify yeah. puts together for these guys. And it has made me really fucking want to put it, and it's on my bucket list for sure, to go see the London Symphony, symphony Orchestra. Jess has, um like, she saw it in her top artists and was like, who is this? Or maybe it was when she did her InstaFest the other day. Um, she was like, who is this? And she looked it up. She listens to these, like, piano covers of Taylor Swift songs. And it was the artist that does those. She just never knew like hmm. who they were, but it's just like piano yeah. versions of, of T Swift. And I did that for 2,169 minutes. And I am also in the top 0.05 listeners. Nice. What was your most listened to song by them? Uh, is that the next one? It's at the end of this slide. Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> All right. I'm listening. Limb fantasy of companionship for piano and orchestra. Act right, three, then. transition to ode to Alan. <laughs> Well, all right then. Uh, my Jake Scott song is called "Working for You," so okay. that's the most. That one was a little shocking. He's got, like I said, a lot of really great songs, but that one is phenomenal. So, um, and then I think from here it's just uh, our top five artists. So, who are your top five artists? Uh, hold on. We know it's you're number slow. one, but okay. My number two is a day to remember. Great band. Number three is Kane Brown. I still hate that this is a thing, but number four is Russell Dickerson because I, ugh, I think he's a douche. All right, and then five is Dirk Bentley. For me, uh, we know number one is Jake Scott. Number two is Nothing Nowhere. Number three is Bill Murray. Number four is Dayseeker, and number five is Fletcher. Okay, it's like a weird sandwich of like pop singer songwriter, three heavyish bands, pop singer. <laughs> You're just going to sit there this whole time. And then there's Lewis. Uh, All right. Let me see. Is there any... Uh, did you what'd you? Did you get a podcast one? Uh, probably. And if I Which, did, it's Fantasy Footballers. But we'll see. Is that spent, later, later in the... It's the next one for me. I spent 1,589 minutes listening to podcasts. The top three podcasts were Bustin' With The Boys, which is Taylor Lewan and, and Will Compton's podcast. Uh, just Being Earnest. Earnest is the country singer and also the dog 
whose face you can see right there if you are watching us live. And then the third most listened to podcast for me was Two Average Husbands. Oh, nice. What a shocker. Uh, This says I'm an adventurer, a seeker of sound. And then the final one. That's also what I got was the adventurer. No, I didn't have a podcast one, which is surprising because I put a lot of fucking podcast hours into this. Jess has listened to podcast two a lot and it didn't show her podcast info either. So whatever. Oh, well, there we go. That's it. That is the Spotify wrapped for the two average husbands. Now you, now you guys know what we listen to. If you follow me on Twitter, I occasionally go in random rants about music, but I don't do that. You don't tweet a whole lot. I'm on a rapid approach to deleting all social media. I respect it. Except for the podcast. The podcast ain't going nowhere. That's true. But my Facebook is gone. My Instagram's gone. My Twitter, I'm on the verge. I've been waiting, which is why I don't have it on my name right now. Because I don't want, I'm not going to call myself out this time because I'm trying to delete my Twitter. I respect it. They, I saw a viral thing going around the interwebs, though, that said, uh, you know, like, if you're a California resident, you can force Twitter to delete all your data because California has different laws with data privacy. So I sent the email, and I'm just waiting for them to confirm that my shit's gone before. Yeah, I got something that's like... Um, uh, like Instagram may have illegally used facial recognition data or something. I don't know. Some random class action lawsuit hmm. that popped up for Illinois on my Facebook page. So I yeah. put my name in it. I was like, eh, if I get free something. Yeah. Every time I get the option to join a class action lawsuit, I do. <laughs> Just in case I get something free. Um. Okay. Anything else? Nothing on the Spotify. That is it. Spotify wrapped. Everybody, uh, if you don't listen to Spotify or you don't have Spotify, I recommend it. Our podcast is on there. Our podcast is also on iTunes and Apple sure Music. Is. Our podcast is pretty much everywhere. So, pretty much everywhere. Tune in wherever you want. We're just here to hang out, have a good time, come drink with us. Okay, Jake, <clears throat> what's this up? Is what I'm gonna do. You've done this before. I'm doing it now. I respect it. I'm gonna do rapid fire. Okay. And I have a large list, so we'll go for a little bit. And if any of them merit further conversation, we can stop for a second. Bet. Do public restrooms make you self-conscious? Um, it depends. <laughs> go on. <laughs> if it's like one, if like they don't have a like fan or music playing in the back in the bathroom, I get a little nervous, <laughs> especially if I gotta you know take care of business but um for the most part they really don't it's like a very it's a very rare bathroom i I wander into where i'm like ah this is weird when i saw this question pop up i wrote down a couple other ones on the side what do you say when you have to try to knock on an occupied bathroom door do you say anything i just knock do you just knock and don't say yeah if somebody says something back do you look under the door no you don't ever like look for feet no I'll like any feet down nah, there. I'm just. I, I don't even lo- knock. I, I'm too awkward to knock. Yeah, because I, I feel awkward for them too. One time, uh, so fun story. I went to the bathroom. I had to take a shit um, at this restaurant, and this dude fucking walks in and like knocks on the door, and I say like occupied, and then he just fucking keeps knocking, and then like knocked like five, he's like hurry the fuck up. I'm like, and I walked out. Of course, it ends up being this dude who's like 6'3", like 320. Like just this giant monstrosity of a human being in front of me, just ready to rip my head off. And I just, I was pissed. So I was like, if you ever fucking knock on my door again when I'm taking a shit, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And I walked back to my table and Jess was like, are you okay? Because I was like shaking. I was so angry. I'm like, I'm trying to take a shit here. 
I'm in public. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> Just let me let me take a dump in peace, my guy. Uh, when Carly and I moved from Florida to Arizona, we drove, you know, across the country right. there and I was being a cheapo. And so we didn't want to buy a hotel, but we did want to stop halfway. And so we slept in a Walmart parking lot in Texas. Respect it. Yeah. And in our car and I had to dump in the morning. So I went and pooped in the Walmart and you'd be surprised at like the line to go take a dump at Walmart at like six o'clock in the morning. There's like eight people trying to go take a shit in there, which is already like a red flag. It's because, well, yeah. I mean, it's probably like, I know like truckers will stay there. Like people oh, who yeah, do, yeah, like yeah. live and in And they're like campers and other cars. Yeah. Like there's tons of fucking people sleeping in that parking lot. Which they is all why, have the same idea. That's kind of like, like why we felt comfortable doing it, to be completely honest. Because we're like, oh shit, everybody's doing this. Anyway. I've, n- I've never done it, but I would find, I would personally find a rest area. It's the only time I've done it. Anyway. Rest areas are almost a little sketchier. I'm fine with it. Anyway. So I go in. And the only stall that's available is the handicap stall. And thank God, like, there wasn't a handicapped person knocking outside because I would have never fucking let myself forget that. But uh, some dude did the same kind of thing that you were just saying. He, like, kept fucking knocking. And I was like, I'm in here. And I just kept saying that over and over again. And it's like, dude, you're not going to make me hurry up. I got to yeah, take not, fucking shit. I'm not, like, surfing my phone right now. I'm fucking taking a shit. Exactly. I don't have my squatty potty here. I can't that's make right. this go quicker. That was pre-squatty potty days for me, at least. They probably existed. All right, my last one for the rapid fire of that section is, do you use the middle urinal if the other two are occupied? Yeah. I do too. If I got to go, I got to go. I do too. I try, oh, and, be, I try but, and be respectful of urinal gapping, but I really, if I got to go, I got to go. If that makes you know. uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but I can't help you. Yeah, when you got to go, you got to go. Do I go to the middle right away if the other two are unoccupied? Absolutely not. No, no, I'm picking an end. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, I've seen other try, people do that. Try and keep up. at least a two-person gap if possible. Yeah, um, Carly and I went to an airport lounge, and there was a line of people waiting to go to the bathroom. It was a small little bathroom in the airport lounge, and I like poked my head in there because like I could kind of like the, most of the line was inside the bathroom, right? Right. So I like poked my head inside, and there was nobody in the middle of the urinal, and there was like four people just standing there, and I should have just walked in front of the whole. Line I would have if I almost did, but then I was like, oh my god, I don't want to deal with this shit. And I just turned around and walked away. I was like, you guys are fucking. I've ridiculous. I've done that where like. I'm in a busy bathroom and then there's open stalls that like nobody's just going in. Yeah. And I, I've walked past people. I've been like, if you're not going to piss in the stall, I will. Oh, I'll do I'm that. I'm not saving the stall that. for somebody to take a shit. Dude, I was at the Dallas game for Thanksgiving and that bathroom is massive. It's fucking huge. First of all, Jerry Jones needs to fucking go into that men's bathroom uh, by section 218 or wherever the fuck I was and realize that it, there is zero water pressure in there. I went to the bathroom like three or four times and it was so hard to wash my hands. Anyway, uh, you'd go around the corner because it's like a big like loop around a like, huge bathroom, yeah. right? And like half the fucking urinals on the backside are just unoccupied, but there's a line out the fucking door to go to the bathroom. People are just too fucking stupid to go look. Anyway. Yep. Okay, those are those. All right, next rapid fire. What record do you think you have a chance of breaking or that you could have a chance of breaking? Um, That's tough. I think I could break the record for the uh, farthest thrown golf ball. <laughs> it's just a random one that pops in my head. Okay. But I think I could do it. Or um, if somebody like broke, th- wanted to, like if a long driver wanted to break the record for like longest hit golf ball that's been caught, I think I could break that one. <laughs> it's a YouTube video. Look it up. The, the boys in okay. Good Good, um, who I've talked about plenty of times on this podcast, um, I like their merch. I like their YouTube channel and everything. They did it with Kyle Berkshire, who's like the number one long driver in the world in mm-hmm. history. And I could bring, I think I could break that record. 
I think that I could break the record <laughs> for the stinkiest shit in the world. Per <sighs> your wife. Oh, that's funny. Um, Uncle Kyle says for forgetting the most things. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I was gonna say that I think, I think if I wasn't like concurrently competing with somebody, like if it was a set record and it was like attainable, I could uh, pass the record for the most hours of Harry Potter watched. Yeah, I could. I could also like if there was a if there was a record for like food eaten for the most consecutive meals. Like I could break the record for like most consecutive days having eaten a steak. Dude, I could do it with pizza, hundred percent. Yeah, or consecutive meals, not even days, just meals. I yeah, could eat every easily. Meal. Yeah, I could eat three steaks a day. I don't fucking care. Yeah, definitely could do that. Okay, I'll just switch it up. Next on the list, do you think that people can change, Jake? I do. I know people can change. I've changed. I think it is a fact that people will change. Yes. I don't think it's can they. I think it is you will. Yeah. I think if you want to change, you can. I I'm. I use myself as an example. I, I've had some disordered eating in my past, and I've been a very chunky boy. And basically one day I said, I'm not going to let myself be that anymore, and I haven't been. Yep. Recently, I've been putting on a little weight, and I'm just using it as motivation. I'm eating good, but I'm working out harder than I ever have. I'm, I'm putting on more muscle. And when I cut down for, for next year, I'm, I'm going to look pretty good. Big chunks so. like me. Yeah, I think um, I think people can I think people can and will change. I don't think anybody's nobody's the same from the time they turn eighteen to the time they die. I would say nobody's the same from the time they're born to the time that they're like eighteen, right? Like it doesn't matter like what time scale you put on it, yeah. people just change, right? Like you like I'm not I wasn't the same person knowledge, blah, 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 I wasn't blah, the same blah. person at eighteen as I was at nineteen. Like I, I know was a super I super different person in high school than college, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's know, really probably adult to, life afterwards. It's almost no gap there. So yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the next one on the list is if you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? I know what Carly would change her first name to. Hmm. She thinks she'd make a better Charlie. I could, I can kind of see it. I don't know about me though. Um, I'll have to think about that. Yeah, I don't really, I can tell, my name was supposed to be Mitchell, which is my middle name, so that one's like an easy go-to, and then my dad's best friend named his kid Mitchell, and my dad was like, well, I can't fucking do that now, Why not? and then if I was a girl, I was going to be Hannah Nicole. My parents were 100% confident that I would be a girl, because they had two boys already, uh, and they had like, I think it was Kylie or some shit, I don't know, my mom remembers, she, they had like all girl names picked out, yep. and then I shit out a boy, and... My brother, literally, the reason that I'm named Kyle is because my brother goes, I have a friend named Kyle. I want a brother named Kyle. Not, I'm not, or he has, he has a friend who has a brother named Kyle, so he wants to also have a brother named Kyle. That was, that's the whole story. That's how I got the name. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I, I have the claim, the claim to fame of Jake was not a popular name, and then the year after I was born is when it jumped like being the number one boy name in the country. Um, but if, if right now, if I had to pick a different name for myself, I'd probably go with like Bryce. Hmm. Interesting. I, I have a well. I have like a seventy-five twenty-five with Bryce's in my past in terms of mostly douchey. So that checks. But I'm also mostly douchey. So Uncle Kyle said Jake's mom was supposed to be Kyle. I would believe that. My mom was born before Kyle, so if she was a boy, she probably would have been Kyle. That checks. 
I, I know plenty of parents who have kept names. If my if Ethan, my middle brother, was a girl, he was going to be Hannah Nicole. And Ugh, if my I youngest brother, if my youngest brother was a girl, he would have been Hannah Nicole. I'm not my gonna parents, lie, I really hate that. My parents picked a girl name. They knew what they liked, and they it just reminds me with of it. Anna Nicole. I think that's partially why they did it. It was a I little bit that. of a joke. Um, my parents actually did pretty good with names. I got to give them Jacob Mitchell, Ethan Christopher, Logan Maxwell. Those are three solid first last names. Yeah, I don't know, man. Carly says Hannah Nicole sounds like a porn star name. Now I'm going to have to yeah, look it agreed. up, Carly. You can explain that one to Jess. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I'd have an old person name for sure. It'd be more fitting of my personality. My middle name is Dale. Uh, I'd probably I could be see like you as something Dale. like that. Yeah, I had a friend in high school that always called me Dale because I didn't tell people what my middle name was. I don't know if I was embarrassed of it or like I just didn't care to tell people. But like, I've got your name, Dale really? Aaron Anderson. Why Aaron? It just works. Okay. Dale Aaron Anderson. I had a buddy though. Like once he found out what my middle name was, he called me Dale for like the rest of the time we talked uh, in high school. Like that we were friends. Yeah. He always called me Dale. I have Dumb. quite a few friends that we've referred to exclusively as their middle name. So I get it. I also have a friend that I've worked with in my adult life who is like, "Did you guys know that Carl's middle name is Dale?" <laughs> like one oh, of those oh, types oh. of people, you know. All right. Anyway, next. Uh, it said, what phrase do you find typing the most? T- find yourself typing the most. Um, I can tell you what you've sent me the most today. What I've sent you the most? What you The thing that you've sent oh, me the most bet. today. Bet. I said Jake I, like four times today, and every response was bet. I say bet a lot. Um, if I think back to like Twitter, though, it's probably like checks notes. Like I'll say like, like, of course I shouldn't have started the best player in football. I should have played checks notes, seventh string backup that happened to score two touchdowns. Um, I can tell you one that Jake doesn't understand. And that is who is she? I was like, I thought for a second she was asking, like, I thought she was asking who Jake Scott was and like typed she instead of he. And I was like, I don't get it. She said, I was like, she told me about that today. I died laughing pretty good. Um, I don't even remember. What, oh, mine's probably just LOL, dude. Yeah, I say I don't LOL like to text. I don't really like to do any. I don't, dude. I don't. I'm not a social social socializer anymore. One unmuted burp. Okay. One unmuted burp. Season three, starting off fresh. That's right. Um, I don't work from home, so I'm not gonna do that one. This says, "What's your favorite Christmas carol?" Um. It's not really a Christmas carol. It's a day to remember his Christmas song that they made a few years ago. It's probably my most listened to Christmas song. If did you I had see to... that the Philadelphia Eagles made a Christmas album? I did. It's fucking amazing. I hate it because I hate the Eagles, but I think the idea is kind of funny. Jordan yeah. Mailata can like legitimate. The dude was on The Masked Singer. Like fucking the dude Kelsey can sounded sing. terrible. It was he so bad. He just sang <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um, realistically, uh, though, if I had to pick a favorite Christmas Carol, it's probably. Um, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay. I don't even know if that counts the Christmas Carol, but I count it. I don't know, man. I don't get in like a Christmassy vibe a lot. I do for like a week right before Christmas. Christmas hits and I'm like, I'm over it. Carly's the, hey, Thanksgiving's almost here. I'm switching to Christmas mode. And I respect I, that though. I'm like, 
Thanksgiving Three is such a mid holiday. Thanksgiving, we can start talking about Christmas kind of person. I, I want to go on a little tangent here. Thanksgiving is a very mid holiday. It's mid. Yeah. Smoking a turkey is life changing way to eat a turkey. Everybody just had my turkey. Our one of our family friends, or not really family friends, one of her friends through the rescue was like, "This is the best turkey I've had." And all I did was cover it in some random barbecue seasoning that I have, and I smoked it for nine hours. I think we've talked about this, but I'm very pro brisket. Big brisket boy. Okay. A night out or a night in? I more commonly have nights in, but a night out is normally more fun. I think my preference is a night in. Yeah. In general. But that doesn't mean a night out can like is bad. I just think I have like a night out for every hundred nights in. Yeah, and that's not because I'd rather be out. It's because I'd rather be in. Right? Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. trying Same. to go out. Um, introvert or extrovert? That's an easy one, probably. Talked I'm this before. I'm an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert. I'm an introvert who likes to be in. Like when I take my, my Myers Briggs test, it's always fifty one forty nine. Like it's super close. Yeah, mine, I think mine's pretty. I'm. Close. I think I'm introverted, but I do well in extrovert. Like in situations where I have to be extroverted. Yeah. Uncle Kyle says smoking anything is life changing. Referring back to the turkey, it's true. Yeah, gotta agree. Um. Yeah, I think I just know how to play the game when I need to. Right, like when I'm at work, I can be very outgoing and extroverted Same. because I have to be. But I. I the, the actual question of like introverted extroverted is about when you look at like Myers-Briggs, it's about how do you, um, it's about energy consumption, right? It's like, do yeah. you receive or do you lose energy in social interactions? And I definitely lose energy. Yeah. So technically same. I'm an introvert. Same. Okay. Um, what moment would you most like a do over of my proposal? Really? Yeah. Okay. It, it, I don't know if I've told the story on here, but basically I bought these, um, tags for our dog's collar that mm-hmm. said, mom, will you marry our dad? And we only had two dogs at the time. So it was like, mom, will you marry our dad? We're on the two collars. And my plan was originally, I had a friend who was taking a class that night at, at the college that we worked at. And she was going to come take pictures of us candidly while I proposed near there's a like clock that was like famous on our campus. And so we were going to walk the dogs. And my hope was just somehow that Jess was not going to notice these collars until then. And then she gets home. I got home before her, so I had already had the collars on the dogs. She goes to take the garbage out and then realizes that there's these extra tags on her dogs. Like, just picked it up way quicker than I ever thought she would. So me proposing to Jess went from, like, this huge planned out thing to literally me, like, in our apartment. We're both wearing, like, sweatpants and a T-shirt to her holding a bag of garbage. Me being like... and. Uh, I had a whole speech planned in my head, like everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Right when we got home, she was getting her nails done. I was getting a haircut. We get home. She's on the phone with her boss for 30 minutes in the car, in the parking lot of our apartment with the ring in the center console of the car. As she's playing with it, my anxiety is peaking. And I just forgot everything that I was going to say. And I literally just like blurted out, will you marry me? And she just looks at me and she goes, that's it. So if I could have one thing to redo, it'd probably be that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that's tough, man. <laughs> yeah, I like and she that. like that's she really knew good. I was getting ready to propose. We talked about like 
we were like, when are we ready to get married? I was ready way earlier than she was. I was like, I know. She was like, I also yeah. know, but I want to wait. Um, and so she thought I was going to propose on her anniversary, which was like two days later. I was like, I'm going to do it early to trick her. And she's like, no, I fucking knew. I'm not dumb. Yeah. So. I'm sure there's like a nervousness about your general personality when that kind of thing. Oh, 1000 percent. I cannot hide, but I can. It, it depends on the if it's a personal interaction, like if it's friends if it's this is still happening <laughs> if if it's friends if it's significant others i can't hide it if it's like in a professional setting i can hide my nervousness but like just person to person i can't all right i'm gonna rapid fire a couple oh i have to tell mine uh do over uh college selection i've talked about that before yeah i think i'm fine with the way that i proposed it wasn't great i po- proposed over zoom i was gone i was out of town i did it on a zoom i didn't even know what zoom was until i went to that trip anyway i respect it uh carly probably has more things to say about that than i do um okay let's do a couple more of these and then we'll move on because we're past time technically i got a short second topic so it's all good um skipping a couple of these what's your hogwarts house i am a uh gryffindor ravenclaw myself uh how many years have you been with the company i'm assuming they're talking about your own job that's kind of dumb eight eight months I've been with my job for six years. Ew. Um, what is your favorite holiday memory from as a child? Ooh. I can um, tell you mine. Let me go first. Okay, yeah, go so first. my mom and dad. Well, no, it was really my mom. Uh, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. Is my <laughs> mom? Kyle says mine would be the same, but I wouldn't propose. Okay. Respect. My oh my god, that's brutal. I just it clicked to me what he meant. A second too late. Okay, uh, my mom would always do a group gift for her three children, all three of us boys, uh, and they were always it was always crazy, like way out of my mom's budget. She didn't have a big budget, right? Well, one year you could tell like the budget was a little thin. Yeah, but she goes and she buys a like a large i don't even know how to describe it now like a, a one of the large boxes of pokemon cards when pokemon cards were cool right yeah and so i knew that there was a holographic bulbasaur in that deck because they would show like the coolest card on the front yeah. of these at the time and so my mom goes i'm gonna shuffle the cards and you're each gonna pick them one by one right you each get to in order one 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 right and so i watched my mom shuffle and it was like the greatest finesse moment of my life. And I don't think I've ever told my brothers this, but I watched that card the whole time she was shuffling it. Like when you see the fucking hats shuffling on yeah. a, a sports game. Yeah. And I got to pick first as the youngest. I knew right where that motherfucker was. And I went, loop. <laughs> and it was like, oh my God, I got the holographic Bulbasaur. My brothers were like, what the fuck? And like, they were so distraught about the whole thing. But I love that shit. Now I'm uh, wondering yeah. how much a holographic Bulbasaur would be worth if you had it today. I don't know. Probably too much. Hollow Bulbasaur. Uh, I'm just going to assume it's a PSA 10 because I know you kept it in perfect condition. Oh, it's only like 400 bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Considering Charizards are like, you know, 250,000. Yeah. That was a great uh, moment for me. For me, as a kid, it's hard. Just because, I don't know. There was one Christmas where... All of my extended family on my dad's side got together. That was cool just because it's like a lot of people I didn't really like get to meet. But I feel... I, we just, the holidays weren't really memorable for me as a kid. 
I just have a terrible memory of my childhood. So there's probably a lot of really good memories back then, but that one I remember specifically. I've we could do we're gonna do a, a childhood stories episode because I've got some great ones. You probably should like, because I remember almost none of them. All right, Jake will get to talk for an hour. Nice. Um <laughs> but yeah, like holiday wise, there's really nothing. Nothing like stands out too much. Okay. I'm gonna stop there because we're over time. So rate your beer. I'll rate mine and then we'll move on. I'm gonna give that one a solid three seven five. Okay. Four. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna round that up to a four. I'm gonna correct that because if I if I was drinking this beer and we were on our old ten point scale, I would give it an eight one. So my brain's okay. got to recalc that. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give mine a three point two five. It's not uh, bad. It does not taste like a pina colada to me, but it doesn't taste bad. Yeah. It's just like a creamy, rummy taste. I don't know. It's not great. I get it. But it's yeah. also not terrible. So that's what it's getting. Um, my next beer is Maple Jacket, which is a barley wine ale aged with maple syrup from uh, Revolution Brewing out of Chicago. It is 14.4%. I don't think, think Cutwater's on untapped, unless I'm just crazy. Maybe they spaced it out. Cutwater? They're also like not like a craft brewer. They're just like... Yeah, it's just generic, but they have like truly and shit on. And anyway, doesn't it's matter. It's true. Yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, I gave this a three two five. I'm gonna have to chug the last little bit of it at thirteen <clears> percent. Okay, my next one is Tremor Brewing Company out of California, and it is their Citrus Wheat. Hmm. Kind of a basic can there. I was gonna say that's kind of like a little chill. But I like wheat beers, so I like wheat beers too. I've got. A bunch of uh, beers from Iowa that Uncle Kyle got me. Hell yeah, he said he was going to do that. I'm glad he handed me on Thanksgiving. Two of the two of them, I don't know if I'm going to drink on the podcast, just because I don't want to support the brewery that made them. Because I've heard some bad things about them not uh, supporting the homeless population, but being very aggressive against them. Um, But I'll probably still drink them and just like blur it out because why can't? Why not? You know? Um, Thank God this is only a 12 ounce can because I can smell the alcohol coming off this thing. Yeah, I'm going to dump a little water in this pina colada cup and kind of try to drink some of that down because I want to mix these two. I respect it. All right, Kyle, we're going to make this nice and easy. I'm going to ask you 10, 10 items. You're going to keep five, and you're going to get rid of five. All right, let me get my note out. Go these are appetizers. Ahead. Okay. Number one, mozzarella sticks. Number two, wings. Boneless or bone in? Preference. Okay. Number three, spinach artichoke dip. Okay. Number four, bread and butter. Okay. Number five is going to be... trying to think of like common appetizers. I thought you had this like listed out that you were just reading. I did, but I forgot. I my phone's dead, and it's uh on there. Uh, of um, course, your phone, bro. I don't for somebody who sits at his fucking desk all day. Um. Uh, fried pickles. Mm-hmm. Uh, next potato skins. Uh, how many is that? Six. Uh, Bloomin' onion. I'm gonna give you one. Yep, that is one of them that I had. I had onion rings, but close enough. Close enough. Um, next up, we're gonna go with uh, um, egg rolls. That's eight, correct? Yes, it is. Um, 
shrimp cocktail. And last up, we're going to go with the classic French fry. You have to keep five of these, and you have to eliminate five of these. Can I, like I stole this from TikTok. Strike through on this? Yes, I can. Okay. Let's go that, that, boom, 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 one. Two, three, four, five. Okay, got mine. Do you want me to go first? Yep. Do you want to do strikes or keeps or both? Go in order of how I listed them for you. All right, mozzarella sticks is a keep for me. It's also a keep for me. Wing is a uh, toss. Really? Yeah, I don't like wings that much. Wow. I have to be in the mood, and I don't like bone and wings. So That's true. I'm a little weird about that shit. All right, so wings are out. Spin dip is in. I love spinach artichoke dip. Love it. Love that shit. Bread and butter is out. That is an easy out mm. for me in this. Fried pickles are so in. Ooh. Potato skins, in. Bloomin' onion slash onion rings is out. Not easily, but it is out. Egg rolls, shrimp cocktail, both out. French fries, in. All right. I, uh, you and I do not 100% agree. Um, I'm going to ask you to slowly read these off again to me because I forgot to write them down myself because I made them up on the fly. All right. Mozzarella sticks is number one. Those are in for me. Those are smash in. Not even thinking twice about it. Wings Very next. confident there. Wings in. Easy. Easiest one for me. I Spin love wings. Spinach dip. Out. That's sad. Bread I and butter. Do, I never ate it and enjoyed it until we had it at Yard House when we moved, so good. Or when we moved you in. And I make Jake like so many foods. You really do. Which is rare that, for me. That's that's what so much of my life has become is just people forcing me to try shit that I hated when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh, I like it now. Brussels sprouts, baby. Facts. All right, uh, bread and butter's next. In so in, bread and butter is like, if it's there, you better fucking believe I'm eating it. But the only one that I would ever like crave is Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse, uh, Cooper's Hawk by us has a pretzel I'll bread and butter that. that they give. Um, oh. M-G. If you said that it was... Uh, fuck, what's the name of the restaurant? God damn it. McGuire's in Pensacola, Florida. Mm. They have... It's an Irish restaurant, but they give you like a rye bread with this fucking absurdly good butter. Oh, that would be in for me. But anyway, what, bread and butter's out. Isn't me. rye what uh, Outback does too? Outback's but bread and butter. Outback does do that, yeah. But theirs is Solid. better at if you ever find yourself in Pensacola, Florida, or Destin, Florida, because there's only two locations, go to McGuire's. Anyway, uh, fried pickles next. Out. So far out. The yeah, farthest like fucking, pickles. The farthest sad. fucking out in the entire game. Potato skins? In. I love potato skins. That's what, three in for me? Uh, you have mott sticks, wings, wings bread, and butter. bread and butter, and potato skins. That's four in for you. You get one more. Onion rings slash blooming onion? Out. Egg rolls. Out. <laughs> I had to think cocktail. about it. It's out. Shrimp cocktails out. And French fries. In. Yeah. You can't go yeah, wrong yeah. with French fries as a side. You really can't. Especially side the, appetizer. Dude, oh, we went to this restaurant the other day and they had, um, fuck, what's the, uh, the corn called that you get from like a Hispanic restaurant? Elote. Elote French fries. Ooh. Oh, good. So good. Next time you come back, we'll take you. You got elote fries. You have parm garlic fries. 
You have truffle fries, which I think are overdone, but still very good. Truffle fries have been there, done that. Yeah. That's, um, That's all I got. If you want me to do another keep five, take five, I can do another one. We can. But, I'll come up with a short topic for my last one because I don't have anything good pre-planned. All right. Hold on. Uh, I need to text my wife, who's probably listening, and say, hey, cat is ready to come inside. Um, shit. Uh, okay. No, I got it. All right. We're going to go with beverages. Okay. So water, soda, Yep. beer, Yep. liquor. Hold on. I spelled that wrong. Good enough. Go ahead. Gatorade. Powerade. I'm going to... Oh, you want to separate those two? Yep. I was going to say sports drinks, but... Vitamin water. Powerade. Vitamin water. Sparkling water. Uh, Spark water. Smoothies. And milkshakes milkshakes okay you have to go first on this one which you probably didn't write anything down of course not so give me a couple seconds and then i'll read them to you after i make a decision on mine Ooh, fuck i have to eliminate one more uh fuck okay I'm i figured that. this one would be harder for you all right Water's up first. It's necessary, but it's out. Okay, water's out. Soda. It's in. I have, an, I have a problem. Beer. In. So in. The most in. Liquor. In. Okay. And Gatorade. I'm hard of myself. Uh, this may be my hot take, but it's out. Okay. Powerade. It's in. Okay, you Powerade get one more. Is better, Powerade is better than Gatorade. You get one more. Vitamin water? Out. Sparkling water? In. Smoothies and milkshakes out? Smoothies and milkshakes are out. I don't oh, I don't like to drink. I, I, really, I don't like to drink my calories, so I probably haven't had a smoothie in five years, six years, maybe longer. Milkshakes, it's oh. like the, the, only, the last time I had a milkshake. Be still my broken heart. I can tell you the last time I had a milkshake. It was Jess's and I's anniversary in 2020 because there was a restaurant that opened by us. It was right when things started to open up a little bit again. And they served these like specialty burgers and specialty milkshakes. And that was kind of like what they're known for in our area. And we went and got a milkshake and a specialty burger as our like. You're making me want to DoorDash milkshakes and fucking French fries and burgers. I mean, I respect it. All right, here's mine. Water in. It should Not only be. is it required, but it's fantastic. Everything that I mentioned has water in it. Sure. Soda, so far out. Yeah, I, I knew that one. Shit. I knew that one for you. Beer, in. In. Liquor, in. In. Gatorade and Powerade. This was tough for me, both out. I wanted to put one of them in. I respect couldn't. it, though. Because I had to move on from that, and I had to keep vitamin water also out, sparkling sparkling water also out, and I had to keep milkshakes and smoothies because Carly and I have been making some fire smoothies. With smoothies, don't get me wrong, hella good fruit blended up in there. Smoothies can be amazing. I just so really try not to drink my calories. I don't like fruit, so if I'm gonna drink fruit or if I'm gonna consume fruit, it's it's drinking in a smoothie, it. and so generally in a smoothie form. I used to drink a smoothie a day because I'd put. 
thanks to Carly. Carly, I'll give you the shout out. This is your idea. So I would take this portable blender thing, battery powered blender thing. Yeah, like a blend jet. I think it was a blend jet. And I would put a shitload of frozen fruit and then Greek yogurt and then like some sort of a juice or whatever just for some actual liquid. Blend that shit together and have a, a fruit smoothie. That way I'm consuming fruit still, even though I don't like it. If I do it, it's like a protein smoothie. But Uncle Kyle said it's got to be Crusade. It is not Crusade Burger Bar. It is the one of the other owners of that company created their own place that eventually went out of business. But it was basically identical to Crusade Burger Bar. He's talking about the milkshakes that I had. Yeah. Okay. We have eight right. minutes. You're done, right? Oh, no. You, yeah, didn't go. you did go. You did go. Yeah, I went. Eight minutes. Okay, I have to mention one thing that I said I was going to mention, and then I'll move on to a topic. And the thing that I needed to mention, and Carly had this on her Instagram story because I showed it to her, and we were both dying laughing. Euchre is the worst fucking game on the planet. Wrong. It is the worst game no, it's on fucking the not. planet. And I have False. to bring it up around Jake because Jake's an Illinois person, and for whatever reason, people from Illinois think that the fucking game of it's Euchre the is the best game. game on the planet. It's not. Name a better four-person game. Spades. It's the same fucking game. It's not. It's so it's much better to understand. No, it's not. Canasta. Uh, Never played Catan. it. Catan. Uh, Catan sucks. Catan is so good. It sucks. Oh, you're an idiot. I'm Jake, actually. Risk. Uh, I like Risk. I hate, hate, hate Euchre. It's a trash game. And Family Guy did an episode, and they showed it in the episode, which is why I bring it up, and they talk about how fucking bad uh, Euchre is. It's uh, great, actually. They don't Jake, talk about it. They talk. Lois reads the rules, and Peter shoots himself in the head. Yeah, because the rules are dumb as fuck. Okay, anyway, they're not dumb. We're gonna move on. Um, uh, honorable mention: a topic that's gonna come up, and I need you and I to both actually talk about this out loud, really quick, and not really, but I'm gonna mention this out loud because it's a future topic that we need to talk about. But I think we both need time to plan for this. Is what I meant to say, and we need to talk about our bucket lists. We don't need to talk about anything right now. That's not if, all right. Next week's we episode. We need to think about it. Next week's that episode. That is one that requires thought for both of us. Yeah, next week's episode can be our bucket list. We need to talk about that. Okay. We'll put that on the calendar for now, next week or the week after or the week after. Let me figure out what I want to talk about. <laughs> um, it's season three, Kyle. We can switch it up. We can go back to an hour and a half if we want. Absolutely not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Do people have an obligation to help other people? And should people be responsible for helping themselves? That is a two-part, but same, same question. Should you be responsible to help yourself, or are people obligated to help others? We can I don't. Split I, that. I do not think people are obligated to help others. I do think people are obligated to do whatever they can to help themselves. Okay. Um, that is that may be a hot take, but yeah, I think so. So if you frame it in, uh, this actually be becomes a lot more relevant when you say it like that. Cause if you think about it in terms of uh, like the billionaire conversation that's happening a lot right now, of like billionaires shouldn't exist or billionaires should be doing more to help charitable societies mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, do they have the obligation to do so? Um, so it's one of those things that, that I think merits a little bit of conversation. Let me kind of give my take on the billionaire situation. Okay. If you can help somebody and helping somebody impacts you in almost no way whatsoever, you probably should do it. Okay. Like for me, it's if somebody, if I'm at the grocery store and somebody asks, can you get that off the top shelf for me? That impacts me in no way whatsoever. 
I will gladly grab that off the top shelf for you. If I can, if I can help somebody go to college and the $160,000 to me is a splash in the fucking bucket that I never notice is gone. I, I should do that. I don't see any reason I shouldn't do that, but I'm also, I don't expect like you didn't expect me to fly across the country to help you move. You very well could have moved in you and Carly just by yourself doing everything. You could have done that. You did not expect anybody to come help you. That is true. But it was a vacation for me. It's inconsequential for me to come help you. Yeah. It impacted me in no way, shape, or form to come help you for a few days, have a lot of fun, work hard for half of that time. Like that, it it was not a negative to me to come yeah, help you. It's interesting when you put it on like that type of a scale. Cause when you, when you make it personal like that, it makes it like, I, I agree with you that you had no obligation to do that. But I think in the grander scheme of things, it's, it's a, it's a more provocative question of like, in general, do you have an obligation to try to help people when you can? Right. And it's not like, because I think it negates that a little bit. And like, it's your specific situation is so tough in that one specifically, because it's like, was it worthwhile for you to take, like spend the money to fly yeah. out and help me move? Absolutely not. Right. Like, in, it, in, no, in, it was, but it from was. like a, from like an objective standpoint, right? Like, was it worth it for, for like, from a cost perspective to do that? Probably not. Uh, but you did it anyway. So, and I think you're arguing against your own point almost and saying that it is an obligation of people to help others. Um, and I, but I it, think, the, but I, I'm not because here's like, my thought is I need to take a vacation anyway. I need to go spend time with my friends anyway, because that's the struggle that I live with every day, right? Is my friends live all across the country and also agree with Carly. By the way. What'd she say? Thanks, Carl. <laughs> um, but like I, what else was I going to do with that week? Work? I have, P- I have PTO. I can take yeah. time off. Yeah. Taking that time off doesn't affect other time that I may have taken off or not taken off. Like I had PTO from work. I'm, I need to take time off. They're going to yell at me if I don't take enough time off. Yeah. Like for me coming to help you was a chance to come see some of my friends, some of my best friends, maybe my best friends in the entire world. Enjoy a week, hang out with them, get to enjoy their <laughs> new house with them, get to see a state that I've never really seen before. Like there was so many, like you viewed it as like, I'm flying across the country to help you move in. Yes. I viewed it as I'm taking a vacation and I'm going to do a little work while I'm on vacation, Yeah, yeah which yeah, I'm yeah. fine with. Cause most of the time when I go on vacation, I get fucking bored. I like, yeah. I'm not a millionaire. I can't fucking do everything I want when I go on vacation. Anyway, sure. I have to just hang out. Yeah. So like if I'm hanging out with you and we're moving shit in your house, cool. If we're trying yeah. to figure out how your fucking internet works in your house, cause it's a oh shit show. What a nightmare. We do it like it, it doesn't matter to me. So for me, it was so inconsequential. Like I got to come see my friends. I got to hang out for a week. It was, it was just a good thing for me. But like I was not obligated to do that. You stressed it very, very much so that I was not obligated to do that. Yeah, I did. You- it, dude. Okay. So I think that is a unique circumstance. I really do. And I think I appreciate you. Uh, but I think that that is a unique niche circumstance. And I think, the way that you need to think about this question is in the way that I think about this when I read this is um, I think homelessness is like an easy one to point to as like, do you feel people should be obligated to help the homeless? I think that is like going to put this more in like the generalistic yeah. state that it's meant to be in. Right. 
Because, like, you don't know that person. Right. They're struggling. Right. Are you, as somebody that maybe has the adv- like the advantages over them, obligated to help them? And I think it is... I think in my own household, I think Carly would argue that you are, and I would almost argue that you are not. But at the yeah. same time, when I think about it, it is a hard struggle because it's like, holy shit, like that that problem is so much grander than, than I am, right? Like than my capabilities. And like Uncle Kyle brought up like tipping as the the option or the, uh, the example here. Yeah. And it's like you are being asked as a citizen to compensate people, whether it be homeless or like the waitress or whatever, for something that society is doing a bad job of accommodating, right? Like multi-billion dollar corporations should pay their employees better and you shouldn't have to tip. That's probably true. Agreed. Homeless people should probably be better taken care of by the government. Agreed. That is probably true. So for you as an individual to be obligated to help them, is it's a hard question, I think, because it's like, shit, but man. Like, If you look know. at it that way, know. though, you get into a weird rabbit hole of like, everybody who works for the government, I partially pay their salary, right? My taxes go to their salaries. My taxes go to yeah. paying for public things. Like, I'm already doing that. If I, after all of that, that I'm already contributing to, if I can help somebody... If I see a homeless guy next to the Dunkin' Donuts and I'm driving through and getting coffee or getting food, I'm going to ask him, are you hungry? Can I get you a coffee? Yeah. Like, I don't have cash on me, unfortunately, a lot of the time, or I just give him like five bucks. Is that money going to go to drugs or alcohol? Maybe. Is that money going to go to getting them a hotel room that night? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I do not know what that money's going to go to. Dude, yeah. But I don't need that $5. If I yeah. can give that $5 up and it does not affect me, then it, I don't view it as like a, uh, get, and, and that's why I view it as not necessary, right? I don't think somebody who is already struggling should be required to give something to somebody else. I, I will never say that somebody has to do this because they are better off than someone else. I just think if I have the ability to help somebody else and it not hurt me, I don't see any reason I shouldn't do it. I see that as an obligation though. I don't. A subtle obligation, maybe not like a maybe a, punch yes. you in the face, but like the the underlying expectation is that you do it right. And uh, if, if you, I don't if know, I can, I should. I've struggled with homelessness as a specific point of order, like for myself, for a very long time. Because uh, when you take the flip side of this question of like, should people be responsible for helping themselves? And when I put it in that viewpoint, I'm like, what are they doing to help themselves get out of this situation? And I've, I've thought that way for a long time. I really have. And I know that's mm-hmm. not the right way to approach that, probably, like morally. But it's it's um, realistic, though. Like a lot like, of people have that thought. Right. Because like, for example, Carly and I in Tucson one time, Carly was like, hey, I really want to help this homeless guy that's always by our house. Let's go help this guy. And I was like, uh, okay, fine. Right. We drive over there. We go up to this guy. I think he probably has some mental, um, mm-hmm. some sort of mental health problem going on. And I think he's an alcoholic. And so we were like, hey, listen, your shoes are fucked up. We'd like to go buy you a pair of shoes. And we want to just give you some water so you can hydrate yourself because you're in the fucking desert. And we want to give you some shoes to protect your fucking feet because he was in these like super fucked up shoes. And he's like, no. And I'm like, dude, you need these things. Like at this point, I'm bought in and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and Carly's like, we'd really like to do this for you. And he's like, no, 
no, I'm good. And so we go away, and Carly's, like, upset about it. She's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it either, man. Like, how does this guy not want to help himself, too? Like, we're trying to help you. I don't know, dude. It's like, that situation is so tough to deal with. It's a tough, the homeless situation is very difficult to deal with. I agree. But the government should do more. I also understand where the homeless person is coming from a little bit, though. There's an aspect of it of, like, the worse off that they look, the worse people will feel, the more people will feel they should give them. I don't know, dude. It's like, weird. Don't get uh, me wrong. Like, just go in a rabbit hole. If you talking. saw a homeless person wearing a North Face and Jordans, you're going to feel less bad for them than yeah. somebody who is wearing fucked up shoes, 100%. a windbreaker, and a hoodie. Yeah, like, 100%. It, it almost is beneficial to them to not have as good of things. Yeah, maybe so. Which is like a fucked up way to view it. And that's why homelessness in its in and of itself could be an entire episode that we talk about. Yeah, like we all absolutely that. could. We're already over time. So yeah, yeah, we definitely could. So, but I think if you can help somebody, you sh- you if you can help somebody and it does not affect you, <laughs> there's no reason not to. I'm not going to judge you for not doing it. Yeah. But if you can help somebody and it not affect you, I think you should. If you are a person and you have to do what you have to do, like if you are homeless and you have to steal food from a billion dollar corporation, I'm not going to judge you for doing that. Yeah, me neither. I'm not going to judge you for stealing food from Walmart. They're okay. I'm at this weird point in my life where I've come to the realization of how important it is for me to save so that I don't have to work for my entire life too. So I'm also like, I do need every penny. You know, like one of those I, moments in my life. Bro, <laughs> Jess and I have had that conversation so many times in this past week where I'm like... Dude, it's crazy. When you when you reach the point in your life when you realize you have to save for your future, it's already too late. Yeah. I don't care if you realize that when you're 10 years old. It's already too fucking late. And I don't and care it, how much like you have saved moment. at that point. You it's still panic, panic about it. Oh, my God. I've anyway. got a solid nest egg built up, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. I'm done. I'm screwed. I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm working until I'm 90. I'd like... I'm freaking out. It's crazy. Okay, Jake, rate your beer. Uh, this beer was... Phenomenal. If you served this to me and did not tell me it was 14% alcohol, I would have no clue whatsoever. This is a four or five. This is so good. Rev Brewing, great job. Sponsor this one us. This only 5%. My second one's only 5%. Weak sauce. Um, this one's a three, three, five, three, five. It's, it's not that great. It's fine. Three, it's five, solid. That's a seven. It's fine. I love that we use untapped, but I missed the 10 point scale. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Me too. Me too. Maybe we, we should just like verbally rate on a 10 scale and then, and then rate on cut them in half and put that's them on untapped. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, Uncle Kyle says he guarantees that I have more saved than him. There's a non-zero chance that that's true. There's a non-zero chance Dude, that that's not true. It doesn't I don't matter. Know. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing is like you reach that point in your life and it doesn't matter. I could have a yeah. million dollars saved right now and I'd probably still panic. I could have 10. I could have a billion dollars right now and I'd be like, I'm fucked. Kanye West is going to pay Kim Kardashian $200,000 a month for child support. Shit. Let me pop out a couple kids real quick. Dude, crazy. Anyway, this has been another episode two advertisements. Welcome to season three. Starting things off pretty well. We are all over the place streaming. You can find Jake on his personal at Perry underscore FF. The reason I'm not shouting myself out is because I'm trying to get rid of social media because I don't freaking want the distraction and I don't really care about social media other than the podcast so you can find us at number two abg husbands on twitter at number two abg husbands on instagram and you can find us uh two average husbands on youtube and watch us live every week 
on Wednesdays currently. Sometimes we switch, but we've been Wednesday pretty consistently for quite yeah. a while. It's been like a year and a half at this point. It has. So we're Wednesdays right now. Uh, but yeah, you can find us streaming all over the place. Spotify, uh, Google, blah, 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 blah. Anything, anything that you want to find us streaming. And if you can't find it where you do stream podcasts, let us know. We'll try to figure it out. Or Jake will. Jake put this cool little freaking overlay on our thing today for those that are watching on YouTube. Uh, so we're going to keep trying to refine that and make that better as well. But that's all I got to say. Thanks for joining us. This has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. Jake, close us out. Yes. Um, like Kyle said, there is an overlay on here. You will probably see that change because we've already thought of a couple things that we want to make uh, look a little bit differently moving forward. Um, do not be surprised if you see a lot of the podcast stuff on my personal uh, Twitter as opposed to our Two Average Husbands Twitter because of Elon's dec- decision to... Focus everything on verified accounts as opposed to non-verified accounts. And because I pay for a check mark, don't be surprised if you see the stuff on there moving forward. Um, Like Kyle said, though. a little laugh because he pays for a check mark. I paid for a check mark regardless. I I paid for the same thing that got me a check mark before it got me a check mark. Anyways, we will continue to create content. I posted a poll on Twitter. You guys want to see some gaming streams. You'll get some gaming streams from us. You guys want to see some more guests. You will get more guests from us. If you have any topics you want to see us talk about, let us know. We've already got a couple that Kyle brought up during this episode that we will talk about moving forward. Uh, you'll see some themed episodes. You'll see a little bit of everything in season three as we continue to adapt this podcast to what the people want to see. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. And as always, Do not forget to tell somebody that you love them. Peace. No mustaches.